Hey, everybody. Welcome back. All right. <laughs> Season three, episode number one, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. For those of you who have forgotten what the hell we look like, I'm Joe. I'm Ed. Evil Ed. And I was trying to figure out, and I always wait for the last minute, damn it. To figure out what the temperature is. Now, you were out there a little bit earlier. What was it, 40? It was freezing out there. <laughs> I had to come back in here. Now, keep in mind, there's people that are listening. Hopefully, some of our friends back east and maybe in Michigan. Well, it's not as cold as them. Yeah, to, we're a bunch of pussies to them, right? <laughs> oh, we're, yeah. When it gets 60, I'm freezing my butt off. So, how many layers you got on there? Uh, shirt, flannel, and this jacket. Plus the hair on your chest and the beard? Yeah. Add a couple more. That's like five and I'm layers. I'm still cold. Hey, on a serious note, we're going to dedicate uh, this uh, season one, or excuse me, season three, episode one podcast to the Shakedown Man. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, he put together those Hood TV videos, Ed, that were nationally of claim mm-hmm. on YouTube. I know that it strikes the chord to a lot of our listeners and followers and friends back in Detroit. Uh, the Shakedown Man may be gone, but uh, those videos will live on forever. That's right. Uh, I didn't know the guy. You know, I'm just kind of had the chance to meet many of the those cool guys in Detroit. But he was uh, he was a lot to many. Did you see any of those videos? Yeah, I saw a couple. Yeah, he had a unique way to him. So uh, rest in peace to the Shakedown Man. Um, we'll also uh, give a shout out to E and uh, E's bride, Christine, who's feeling a little bit better. She's back home hanging out with the kids, uh, doing all those fun things that comes with being a family. And, uh, E, we know you've been working hard at that and supporting that, uh, that foundation that we're a big fan of, Scleroderma. Uh, what's happening uh, on the front at home, E, and what's happening with the upcoming Scleroderma event? We're just really, really busy. Yeah, that, that I know. <laughs> we have a first walk on March 24th in, uh, where's that? Church? Valley? Yeah. Yeah, the Valley. And then flying out. To Mammoth for uh, a skiathon called Vertical Cure in April 7th, and then down to San Diego for another fundraiser at Petco Park. Well, you've you've got three good locations. It's for a great cause. Uh, for folks who want to get involved on that, uh, sclerodermo.org still? Is that the address? Uh, sclerosocal.org. Sclerosocal.org. For more information on that uh, worthwhile uh, foundation, um, also want to give a special shout out to my main man, Corey, my nephew. He's uh, hoping to make the most of another shot back here, uh, be with his family. Wish you the best, Corey. And a uh, huge thanks to Gail and Jerry for everything they do to help Corey out as well. You too, Marv. Big thanks to our sponsors, Ed. They came back. They were, they were here to support us last year. They're here again. Pioneer. Look at the fancy little backdrop. Nice. Huh? I made nice. that. I had a really scientific way of putting it up there, you can tell. Right? <laughs> We've got CRC back. Your favorite? Knocker lube. Huh? Knocker lube. <laughs> I like the power lube and the brake clean. They're back supporting us. We'll be giving a ton of uh, CRC product away. Uh, Go Kart USA is back. Thank you guys. Uh, Al and Emron, you know, they gave away that awesome bike, the American Flyer. And that went to that went to our man Chue, I believe. Chue won the bike at uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion last year. So thanks to Go Kart USA. And Tim, our man. Tim Isky. Huh? Tim Isky. Tell him with the best question or comment wins on the podcast tonight, Ed. Tim is Tim Isky Cam. Small engine cam, just <clears throat> similar to the one you see here. They're typically the Black Mamba cams, the yeah. popular Black Mambas. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a special, 
Way to kick off tonight's podcast, Ed. What do we got back there? Whoa. Huh? We got the autographed small engine cams banner. Cam banner. I autographed by the evil one. We got a brand new seven horse Briggs motor. We're not giving that away, Ed. So so we're going to give you the camshaft and we're going to give you the small engine cams autographed banner. What's cool about that, this is actually a collectible and here's why. Not just because our shitty autographs are on there, Ed. I hate to break our bubble. It's because that logo is small engine cams, new logo. Those of you who have been fans of small engine cams, check that out. E, I don't know if you can capture that. Okay, so that's it. Uh, this is the first use of that logo. And Ed, uh, excuse me, uh, Tim had that sent to us. It arrived just this morning. Boom, boom, called me up. Let me know the UPS had delivered that. So we're going to give it away. So you have a little bit of a collectible. And for those of you who are into the mini bike scene like we are, I bet you're going to love it. All right, so we haven't been on. It's been a little while. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have had some things happening. Uh, you know, E's been tending to some things, and he's such a big part of our team that when he needed some time, we all took some time. Uh, meanwhile, we had the uh, very successful Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast that was held here in La Crescenta, and that was fun. We had uh, the star of the show, and the, he almost took home everything, Ed, was Ian Cordova. Yeah, what's up with that, Ian? <laughs> Save something for someone else. So let me let me congratulate Ian, but I will tell you, he came, and if ever, anybody ever deserved it, it would be that guy, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And in fact, we we're going to try to have him on earlier when we were hoping to pull off the first podcast, maybe a month ago, and it just didn't work out. Uh, he's up there in like central California, so it takes him a while to get down here. Plus, he works, right? So it was tough to get the time off, but we're going to have him back on the show, and we'll see him next what, couple weeks. Uh, at another event we'll talk a little bit about later in the podcast. But Ian's a Taco 22. I think it was a 22, right? Yeah. Lowered, kind of a custom green. Uh, you'll see it everywhere. That was the unanimous People's Choice Award at the event. And he won the engine. I think we had an engine as well. And Ed, I think he came close to, there was something about the ballots where there was some mix-up, but he, he almost won the bike. Too, right? So you would have won the whole trifecta. You know, everything. Uh, you were there. You're kind of hanging out, laying low, watching what was going on. Uh, we tried a couple things this year, right? We did. We brought back. We continue to have the dyno. They love the dyno. Yeah, everyone likes that. Just makes sense, considering that you know they can't ride, right? <laughs> so we the dyno was popular. That was something that we repositioned. There was a little bit of a different flow, but we I think the highlight within my eyes, was the judging team. Yeah, they changed the judging. Yeah. And let's see, what else? You were part of that, right? So, so you know, Jake. I didn't get asked too many questions. Well, because there was such well, a diverse... Jake and uh, Ian. Yeah, they, they did it all. Well, it was different because as I try to find a flow, operative word being a flow, it just made more sense to have these guys go through, quote-unquote, the judging before they parked to enjoy the rest of the day. It was so nice just to have them get it done and then just go park. Right. Not one person... Walking around the whole show, yeah. Wondering, right, or asking if they got judged or if they saw the bike. So th that was good. And I, as I looked at, in fact, the photo, I ran it for the longest mm. time of all the winners of all the different categories that we had. Uh, that was a nice roster of bikes. There wasn't one bike there that anybody could have 
despite the fact that a few people still did bitch because that's what happens. But it, it was a legitimate. There were those guys were all legitimate winners mm-hmm. done by very qualified judges. So that was a big improvement. I like that. We had about 150 bikes. Um, I don't know that we had as many people as I had hoped collectively, but it was a good group, and, th- and that's all that really matters. So we'll keep that coming back again. It'll be our seventh annual. Seven years already. Yeah. Wow. You know, seven years, and, and I think it's going to take us to ten before we have somewhat of whatever you want to call it is momentum, right? Well, by, by ten years, uh, the, the, the big pain in the ass was the food guy not showing up after... And, and I felt bad because, it, you know, I asked these guys to stick around. And over the years, we haven't really had a food vendor. We've had a, a food truck hit or miss. But Rodney, the rib guy, dude, I got to call you out because <laughs> it's a shame. He went through all this to get his insurance and pay the permit fees. And then he, when he wouldn't take my call when I was calling looking for him, and then he did show up. And it was like about a half hour to go in yeah. the event. So we're going to do a better job because we found out that there's a grill there on site. Oh really? Yeah, there's a grill, and we're gonna we're gonna make available breakfast uh, tacos, you know, just quick on the run. Uh, we'll have coffee, we'll have uh, burgers, breakfast burritos. We'll have whatever you want. Uh, we'll I love have the, breakfast burritos. All right, so we'll make we'll use your recipe for the breakfast burritos. So we're gonna make it a little bit better next year. Uh, you'll find out more about the event. People are already asking about the date. It's typically in October on the third Saturday. I don't get a chance to get the actual meeting, let alone confirmation from the park until like six months out. So we're getting closer. I'll announce that on our Facebook page, uh, the Facebook and social media. What do we use? We use Facebook, obviously. We're on that now. We uh, we primarily use that. I don't know. There's Instagram and Twitter. I'm not big on that. I'm not that. Yeah. I'm not into that. Just Facebook. Even that, I feel like a dick sometimes. But, you know, it's like it's a way to, to effectively get with our guys. Uh, our Facebook page is growing, Ed. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we're, we're I think we're close to 3,000. And, you know, we don't hype that. That's not a big thing. But if you do want to check it out. Uh, and our website. E, we need to update our website. I wrote a recap of the event. At least I thought I did. Did you find it? I thought I put it up there. So did I. So I'm looking, I'm refreshing. It's like, did I never write? Or I knew I wrote, but I'm I'm the website under the blog. I can't find the recap, and the recap had all the winners and all the highlights and, and freaking pictures. Of, I can't find it, so I, I stopped looking. But we'll we'll update that. We're like we're not anal about this, just like like we weren't too anal about like a scheduled podcast date. Like we do it when we can do it, right? So send in your comments, send in your questions if you have any. We've got a couple questions. Uh, if you want. To um, kind of stand out, use the hashtag JMBR, the hashtag small engine cams tonight. Uh, we already have had a few questions that have come in. We'll check them at the break, and then we'll announce the winner at the end of the hour. Um, so we talked about Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, Ed, and one little activity that you and I did have a chance to spend some time with together was the coming out of your uh, your vintage, historic, actually, Bonanza with the... Um, Two-stroke. Oh, the... the the two stroke from hell. I'll, I'll, I'll let you take over, but I, I had a great time. I have I have specific memories of that day. Most of them were good. Um, Jack from Eight One Eight Mini Bikes. I think we've got him up there. I think I got his T shirt up there somewhere. Jack. Yeah, it's behind there. He was a cool guy, right? Yeah. So what, what was the deal? He called. He rolled us out with maybe twenty bikes. Yeah, there was probably twenty bikes. 
got mine down there where we were supposed to be and rode it down to the to the parade start. We shut them off. Where were we? Um, Just for those folks, where, it was close to like Van Nuys West. Well, it was like Winnetka, Chatsworth, Balboa, there. between like White Oak and um, the Valley. Right, we'll call it Zelza, maybe Northridge, yeah, Chatsworth, Granada Hills. It was a nice little parade, yeah. Christmas parade, very well attended. Oh yeah, it was. There was a lot of people there. Yeah, so we show up. I think you scared the shit out there. of some of those kids. <laughs> yeah. I get the bike down there to the starting line. We shut it off. Then it's time for us to go get it started, jump on it, ram, ram, rev it up, and boom, the clutch flew right off of it. Exploded. <laughs> yeah. Clutch flew right off of it. So I pulled over to the side, found most of the parts. That was what I found it. Amazing. Yeah. I think I found one part. Yeah. No, no, no. You found the parts, and then I found the tools. Yeah, you found the tools. <laughs> I found the parts. Yeah. Found both clutch springs. That was <laughs> amazing that you found those friggin' parts. In the middle of the street, yeah. Tried to put it back together and just didn't, just didn't go back together right. One of the springs was bent, so it didn't want to work right. And so I'm stuck. So then, what was that guy's name? I don't know, but he had a nice bike. He was an older gentleman. He's, he's a fan of the podcast. He's been to one of the events. Like he, he knew, yeah. he knows most of the guys. It was my first time meeting him, and he I'm terrible. He towed me through the parade with a rope. <laughs> he did. He did. And as we were riding around amongst, you know, which what was pretty cool is that we had, we really had the ability to ride those bikes on the city street with thousands of people seeing us. And we would, we would ride, and we would kind of come back around, do figure eights, and wave to the crowd. It was like it was like we were actually a part of the. Yeah, I'm getting towed on my everybody but bike. you. <laughs> and, and I hear people going, "Evil Ed, Evil Ed." <laughs> my friends are out there watching me get towed. You know, you like, had a miserable oh. look on your face. I got a picture. Oh. but but none of those memories of your frustrated look. Being towed while everybody else was riding there, and there were well, that was like the first time out. I really didn't even never work the bugs out of it. That was working the bugs out of it right there. Well, you wore it well, and not only was it kind of funny, uh, I I think I found it a little bit too funny. I do have some good video, yeah, 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 uh, and some good photos. But but I I'll, I'll wash all that away when I simply remember the picture of you beaming in stride. That bike running like a raped ape, your beard parted in the sea like Moses, Ed. In fact, I think I you almost had that same look as you walked through the event. That one photo that I have on the Facebook page where you're kind of you know you got that evil Ed look, but it didn't have that separated beard. I've got that photo that'll live forever. That'll be the next T-shirt with you riding with that beard separated. So I knew we had a good time. So thanks, Jack, uh, for for putting that together. That that was nice of him. It was you know, running good until that freaking clutch flew off. I had uh, Frankenstein, and that ran well. I had a little tick. I'd rather have an explosion than a tick. A tick would drive you nuts, right? So I'm, I'm thinking it's the engine cover. I'm holding the bottom of the cover. I'm holding the top of the cover. I start touching shit. I start touching the exhaust and getting burnt my cylinder. But I got a little tick in there. But thank God, and I'm not surprised for a minute, so I'm not even knocking on wood. The engine was a brand new five horse, so I shouldn't have had many problems. All the modifications were done by Jake. The bike was built by him, so it, the fact that it's bulletproof, 
is no big surprise. So, Jake, if you're out there, thank you again. And I brought back, Ed, you know, while we haven't done the podcast, you know, I know we've gone out. You know, we did, we did that ride. Then we went to what, Max, right? Mm-hmm. I got sick at Max. Yeah, you weren't feeling good, right? To, I had to leave early. Well, um, it's bound to happen. It was cold. Plus, you were there the day before helping him, right? Yeah. Moving in. And then you were there. What he time? was killing me. Yeah. Freaking, I got the flu. Just didn't feel like hanging. Went home. I got there later than you only because... I can't do that. I can't. I can't be at some place at six. I can maybe be someplace at seven. And that morning, I just wasn't feeling like it because I, I didn't need to buy anything. I'd I'd bought myself out. All I've been doing is buying shit. It seemed like. So uh, I wasn't anxious to run down there to get anything. I was tempted. There was uh, that West Bend. Oh, that uh, Danny had. Yeah, and I was looking at that, but you know, I don't know if I wanted to go that deep. And something was telling me not to because we picked up that little. You know, the, the seven-horse seven horse Briggs. Briggs. Yeah. So a uh, shout-out there to my main man, uh, Mr. Griffith, who uh, helped me out, rolled that down. Um, he made a nice effort, the guy that I bought it from. So thank you for that. Um, so we've got that engine, but, yeah, there, was, there, was, there wasn't a rush to go down to Max. And when I got there, it seemed like I had got there late, you know, because people were, I don't know what time I got there, maybe 10, but it seemed like everybody had pretty much come and bought what they, what they wanted to get. Um, I did. I did meet the young guy Justin Eckler, mm-hmm. and how nice that was. He's a big fan of yours. Yeah, he was, and he was adamant about. He was. I think he was your eighth hat customer. He bought an Evil Ed hat, and I gave him a, some decals. Show him the big decals, Ed. You got the. We got the big decals. Well, you got the small ones too. You know, just we like I got the small ones. ones. Yeah. And there, look at there's your. We got T-shirts, we got hats. In fact, let's give that away as well. Okay. So we'll also give away as an additional prize. We'll find a, a question or a comment. Uh, we'll give away the evil at com, uh, the evil ed combo, the, the hat, hat and the shirt. T-shirt. Yeah. So, you know, just just to let you know, the only ones we have left are the larger, larger sizes, the XXXLs, and then the XLs. Really? X, yeah, the three X or the two X, because. Huh. Yeah, those that were purchased on site were the, the 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 commonly purchased size, right? And then whatever other ones I gave to you. So we we have we still have some left, and we have a few hats. So when I was down there at Max, uh, I was tempted to maybe buy something from Danny. Other than that, there wasn't anything I saw that I had to buy. You know, that one dude had that chrome little Indian frame. It's oh, yeah. still there. Yeah. The only thing that keeps me away from that is that. I've got my macro bike, the Temecula Bob bike. That's a great bike. Yeah. Uh, Jake now has that, as you know. Right. Remember? Oh, so, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that was our little trip we up. We dropped it off, yeah. <laughs> but catching up, it was, um, it was Max, and then because you weren't feeling too good, you what, you stay for a little while longer? Yeah, and then I just couldn't. It was getting too cold, and I was just feeling miserable. There were some cool products there and you and i were lucky because you got us behind the 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 black curtain curtain. or the iron curtain yeah max little stash of engines that was pretty nice yeah i mean he had he had a couple west bends in there they wouldn't mind plucking he had shit everywhere you looked he had something that you want to plug he's got a lot of stuff behind that curtain and there's a lot of stuff there 
Who ends up with it? Does he have a son or a nephew? He's or? got a brother, He's but got he a... doesn't want it. So you're in line. <laughs> oh, George three. This guy George, he might get it, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I he know has George. No room for it, and I. You're getting it. I have no room for it. Yeah, but you'll He's appreciate it. And you'll get it. Stuff. Uh, well, Mac, look. I hope you live for another hundred years. I hope I'm dead before I have to hear the, you know, he's got to deal with that. But there's still some good stuff there. And for those of you who have heard about the Mac Fest and haven't had a chance to check it out yet, do it. For those of you who have attended, um, you know, it's it's the typical Mac Fest, right? He's so laid back. He's like, you don't care. You come, you come. <laughs> Prices, you know. Um, we love you, Mac. And he's helped me. He's always been such a big source of help. I had a guy, Larry, call me from Arizona. He had attempted to reach... Um, Mac through phone calls and maybe traditional style stuff. And he wasn't getting a response back. And I, I jumped in the middle and got to Mac and I think he needed like a hub or something for, uh, is it a Gilson the Montgomery board award type bike? You've Probably, seen him. Yeah. So before I knew it, not only did he send Mac sent him a hub, but he sent it to him in Phoenix without any charge. He was just so cool, you know, to just do that. And the guy, Larry was appreciative. So, that's just an example of what a cool guy is and a former Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Famer, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you expect? I then went over to GTS. Hobbies. Yeah, yeah their open house in, uh, in Compton, and that was fun. Yeah, I wanted to go, but I just didn't feel good. Well, I told him that you said hi. Uh, Rafa was there uh, showing his, uh, obviously showing off what was a, a, a nice deal for him. That's that has a lot of cues of what I had hoped to maybe have, you know, when having a brick and mortar retail with your bikes and your products and your apparel. He's doing good. Yeah, he's busy. And you know what I love? Yeah. Uh, D Racer just put out a really nice video. You can probably find it on West Coast Mini Bike site. Um, and incidentally, you can take a look at the video and photos from MacFest on my Facebook page. I think I posted some videos of. I think Mac just posted his video on YouTube of the event. What is he going there? Go kart, go kart guy or something. Yeah, like go kart guy, whatever. Like so check out Mac uh, through go kart guy, and then again, if you wanted to see any of the escapades that Ed and I were talking about, you can check out my Facebook page, and then on uh, GTS uh, D Racer. He put together well, who else wouldn't you know who who else but D he put together a really nice video showcasing the GTS new digs and what they're capable of and you see Rafa back there just bending pipes yeah, you know I saw that. at this point they've pretty much got the Predator buildup fixed they've got the frame thing where what they produce at the price they produce it for is getting many 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 people into this sport if it weren't for places like GTS. And young kids, and I'll, I'll just call it urban, most of those guys probably got more money than fucking you and I would ever have anyway. So, but, but the fact is they're still youngsters, right? No matter where they live or what color their skin is or where they're hanging out. But, so expecting a 15-year-old kid to have, what, 800 bucks, 1000 bucks to get into some power sports hobby ain't going to happen. GTS lets them get in there for half of that. Um, and so, so there's, there's a real upside they continue to uh, continue to be challenged largely by the fact that none of those kids wear anything when they're riding still. You can still see all the posts. So as we go into this new year, there's a friendly reminder. In fact, look, you know, the folks at uh, Honda of Glendale, they have been with me and been with us as supporters of our event forever since the first show. And she gives me, I told her, we don't need money. You know, don't get me wrong. 
but you know, like help me with products. So she gives us these helmets. And I bring that up again because that continues to be that continues to be an issue. Their kids ride without helmets. So I've got a stash of them back there. And if you're listening to my podcast or if you've been to my show, then you're I'm with you, you're with me, and they're with us. Like I've got a helmet for you. Just like reach out and be truthful and, and wear it. Or if you're a husband or a son, or excuse me, you're a father or a, a mom of a kid that's into mini biking or motorcycling and he's not wearing a helmet and you're listening to this and you need some help, I've got some helmets. So let us know. All right. Um, all right. That aside, Ed, GTS was cool. I loved it. I love what they're doing. Um, my first time actually being there, I was never at their old shop. I never was either. Really? I, well, I don't feel so bad, but it, it was nice to be there then for their grand opening. And I, we got a nice reception. They had some of our Joe's Mini Bike reunion stuff uh, that I had brought. They, they had that on display. They were giving away some of that stuff, so that was nice. And we've got to go to their event. They have their open house, which is upcoming. In fact, if somebody who's listening has the date for their picnic, the GTS picnic, I think it's upcoming soon. We, I'm going to be there this year, yeah, and I, I would saw, invite. I saw something, but I can't remember the date. What's re- <clears throat> What's ready for you to ride? Because I want to. I want to. Yeah. What What What's in the stable now that you're willing to put in your truck and bring out and ride? What do you got? I got the early bonanza. Here, Ed. First, I got the first fifty bonanza. So but you're cool. I, with I don't want to ride it. Okay, I'm going to yeah. take a. Um, a BC 1400 Bonanza with a Tecumseh H50 with a lighting coil on it. That's the bike. Excuse me. It's six got inch. The, uh, huh? Six inch wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got a gas tank. You know, stock Bonanza gas tank, stock Bonanza seat. There you go. I'm gonna take that, and um, I have a trail horse that's ready to ride, and then I have a stock. What do you got? A five horse in the trail mm-hmm. horse? Um, actually, I put a Hemi in it. Ah, okay. And, um, what else do I have? Um. Somewhere in the sea of what you've got. Oh, I have a, uh, early, uh, BC 1000. Ah. Early one with a lightning bolt badge on it. I've never seen that one. Yeah, it's got the Briggs, uh, Briggs motor on it. Um, the five horse is the one to bring out. Yeah, I think that's the one I want to bring. I brought Frankenstein, and when I mean bring out, is we went to uh, Jake Mo puts on kind of a, an impromptu get together where we hook up, we meet somewhere off of uh, the 14 in the AV Antelope Valley, and we ride along the beautiful aqueduct with the desert backdrop. Till the wheels fall off. It is pinch me perfect, man. It was the first time going there. It was like at some point this has to end. Some helicopters, some yeah, some right. squad cars, some you know, some SUV that's like a border patrol equipped vehicle is gonna track us down and take all our mini bikes and shit. And there was a point where we were like separating a fence. To, to get through or you had to lift up like I had Frankenstein and it was low and anything low you had to kind of lift up to get 
into the area where we really wanted to ride. So at some point, we were kind of crossing over where we shouldn't be. And I don't think they were expecting us to be riding along the aqueduct. But the fact is, once you got out there, it was mini bike heaven. We rode uh, Jake. Uh, Alfredo was there. Uh, Midgey. Uh, they have, the, I think Midgey and Jake are putting together that built mini bikes uh, social media. I think it's an Instagram Oh, yeah. 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 So they got some cool stuff. He was out there. Um, Charlie was out there. A whole bunch of other guys. Uh, D Racer was there filming everything. There was a slew of folks out there, and we had we had a great time. Uh, J-Rock, he got there late, fixing his shit late, but he got it running. He's, he's always a cool guy to be around. He said he was getting out of the game, selling all of his stuff. He ain't getting out of the game. He'll, you'll see him at the next event. Uh, but we had a, re- a really good time there, and when we we got back, and you know, one person tells another person tells another person, it's like, well, shit, I wish I knew I I, I wanted to go, or let me know, I want to go to the next one, and I didn't want to go. You know, what's nice, Ed, is that I just get to go. I don't have to worry about setting the shit up, and you know, right. it's nice for me to. So you'll enjoy that too. Just yeah. we, we just go and we ride. Yeah, I think I'll bring that bonanza. It's kind of set up both ways, street and dirt. Whatever, you know. <clears throat> well, the, the dirt's there, but you're not going to ride it. You're going to ride it. When, when you've got that beautiful pavement and you could ride five wide, I mean, it, it's, 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 the guys with the, the, there was one dude, I'm sorry if I forget his name, he had a dual Predator engine set up on his go-kart. <laughs> and oh, he, really? He was doing some pretty serious, yeah, little figure eights out there in the dirt. But for the most part, with the exception of the bikes that, like, Rafa had an 8-inch tire bike. That's the ideal bike. It's the big boy frame, like that American Flyer that mm-hmm. we gave away. That, that bigger frame. Yeah. It's the, not the 6-inch wheel and tire combo, which is... Yeah, I hate it. That's the one. Knobby. Uh, built Little Predator. It's going to be fast and dependable. I, went, I rolled out with Frankenstein and by far felt like I was having as much fun as anybody else. I had a I had a nice low cruise. I had my emergency brake. I was I was sitting low, riding nice, but I was probably the slowest bike out there. I mean, because everybody had like built predators and they were just flying by. And what was nice is that there's no pressure. The fast guys were with the slow guys. The slow guys were riding with the go karts. I mean, it, it was it was nice. At, at some point, we had a little break. Somebody went out, got a little cold beverages. And we rode back, and I was probably home by 3 o'clock. And I got there early. Really? I was, I was a little bit afraid because as I was going up the 14, the temperature was getting cold. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, it's like, all right, it's you know, freezing now. But once I get out there, it's like it was getting colder. So then I passed the exit. Like, I'm, 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 I'm like, seeing signs that I know are wrong. So I finally, like an idiot... Like I should have done the first time. I Google map it. And I went 12 miles past the exit. So I turned around. I still was the first one there because I was so anxious to get out there because it was that much fun. But I, So typical Joe, right? But I found it. It was a great time. It was the Antelope Valley ride. Uh, for those of you who have asked about it, um, keep an eye out for Jake Moe's post. The rumor is we may be uh, doing it sometimes in mid-March. And if we do and you're local, uh, you'll want to be a part of it. Uh, it's the AV ride, and uh, you were part of a, a group email, Ed, that I had sent out uh, about an opportunity that came my way through a good friend, uh, Miles, over at Dub Magazine. Oh, yeah, I got that. Yeah. <clears throat> Dub, which is the premier urban lifestyle 
automotive title out there. And right now it's really, you know, it reflects the market. Whether it, There was a time when slammed Chryslers were all the big thing. There was a time when it was uh, European BMWs and dropped Mercedes and then SUVs. And now it's trucks, you know, lifted trucks, $150,000 trucks. So that dub market just blends with the whole automotive market as it, as it changes. He's active everywhere, and he has a series of events nationally, and we've got one coming up. It's March the 12th. It is at the L.A. Convention Center. That's right, not to be confused with the Staples Center. And it's, it's a one-day show. It's Sunday from noon to 6. It's a pay to get in, but we're going to be there. Uh, thanks to some help and support from Miles, and we're going to have hopefully... I'm going to bring a couple bikes. I'll bring Frankenstein, and I'll bring the new Temecula Bob bike that uh, we just got back from Jake Moe. Jake did some finishing touches on that. So I'm going to bring those two bikes, Ed. And I'm also going to bring my original, the one that's in there, CR400 Bonanza Chopper. Yeah, I'll just bring that. So I'm going to have three bikes. You're going to bring your Bonanza, but you're going to bring your... No, I might bring the Temecula Bob drag bike. Oh, great. So you bring whatever you want. You're evil at, damn it. You're going to bring a bike. I uh, think that's probably better to look at than my old beat-up, nasty-looking Bonanza that no one will know what it is or anything mm-hmm. or appreciate it. Well, I do, <clears throat> and I actually was hoping that you would bring that only because there is something very unique about that bike and that the history of that bike should be put in front of some folks. So you may want to reconsider or bring two. Yeah. All right. So so you'll be there. Uh, I'll be there, and, and no one really cares. But maybe Jake Mo will be there with with whatever he wants to bring. He's working on a cool drag bike, and in any status, we'd love to see that. Uh, it's a long haul for him to come out, but Ian's coming out with that Taco Twenty Two, the custom oh, green one. Yep, too. he's coming out there, and again, that's the People's Choice winner from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion last year. Uh, that alone is worth coming to check out. I'm trying to work with uh, my Grom and my Ruckus. And my mini moto crowd. So I'm, I'm talking to my main guys over that at Steady Garage, as well as my buddy Bing. And we may have a Grom and or a Ruckus on display. Uh, Wade Kawasaki. Uh, Wade is uh, Wade's a big player in our industry in a variety of fashions. Uh, his work over at SEMA, Coker Tire, countless other places. He's got that awesome Honda CT70, the blue one that was at the show. He's going to have that out on display. Uh F and B, I talked to Brian and Frank, and Frank is going to bring in uh, his Stella, and Brian's going to bring the orange drag bike. So they'll have two bikes. Uh, Home Alone is going to bring out his drag bike. Opa, uh, uh, yep. Ver, uh, Vern? Vern will be out there. Uh, and I wish I had more room because I was going to enlist Rafa because there's local. To come out and bring out some bikes. Okay, I originally was trying to... right down the street from the convention I, center. Um, I was hoping to get a larger display. We're, we're stuck with it. Well, we're not stuck, but we have a 10 by 30. So Pretty we're going to... It is. But when you start to allocate bikes in that space, yeah. there's not a lot of room. So we're going to be jamming to could the point... Worse worse could have been go-karts. <laughs> well, I, I figure if I got two or three bikes and there's not enough room, I'll bring one home to have another one there. But we're, we're going to be there. I'm going to rent a little carpeting for us. He's going to be down there. We're going to tape a podcast because we'll have so many people. Oh, cool. And we're going to tape um, 
you know, I don't know that this is necessarily hardcore fact, but I've talked to a few folks within our little circle about um, expanding our brand and maybe stretching the canvas a little bit so that we can have uh, a YouTube show. We've got a YouTube channel, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, and it's just littered with videos that we've made, had some fun with over the years. But this one would be um, something new that would uh, feature not only some of the the bikes and the personalities that we run into. People are always interested in seeing cool bikes, and we have access to many of them here. But also some of the characters, uh, countless characters that could be met within this industry. Uh, Charles Mini Drag Bike, and we mentioned the Frankes Brothers and D's and the Evil Eds of the world. Uh, but we have the chance to ride now, and, and taping some of that footage when we're out there riding could be fun. Uh, we've got the event that we do, and there's a lot that goes into that as we build towards it and, and when we're on site during the event and then kind of the recap. And then, you know, we've built bikes. You've helped me. Like, you know, we've yeah, built, built plenty of bikes over the years. Well, the ones that we did, right? This one, this the CRC, the CRC bike. bike. Uh, what else? The Fiberlock bike. Oh, yeah. Right? So, and, and we currently are finishing, I think, the final plan on the execution of that custom Rutman for Pioneer. Okay. Now, I'm going to meet with Frank at the dub show, and there's a chance where we may be able to uh, finalize the date where that thing will realistically be done, and if it's close, we're going to give that away at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Talk to Pioneer. Talk to Ted. Ted's been so patient. I've had that bike in the works for how many years now? Right? A couple years. It's been. And it was, and it was I was going to turn it around that year, and it just it wasn't right, and, and and I didn't want to rush it and come up with come up short. So he was patient. He was patient. He was patient. Now now we kind of laugh, you know, about it. But uh, I want to do it, and I want I would like to give that away. So if we can make that happen, and I'll I'll fill you guys in on the details. But that's a a really cool Rutman. It had a uh, stock five horsepower on it. We're gonna have some fun with that with the audio. You know, the way we've got the seat set up, the way we've got the headlight and the taillight for a sound wagon and something really, really cool. Frank's got a really good idea about how it's going to look. Uh, that could be something that we'll get excited about, and that be that will be available to anybody who's a, a paid participant for the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Uh, excited about that. So you've got a, you've got enough bikes now where you're not you're not pretty much worrying about when we go riding at AV, right? Oh, no. I gotta, yeah. I have a stock BC 1000, uh, all original, that runs. Well, get out the one that you're anxious to shake out, and then bring a spare. Bring another one. <laughs> or or bring, bring, because... Why, you think the clutch is going to fly out? Well, we, we, what did we say when we were sitting there? You know, it's like whether it was that we didn't have the tools, we didn't have the parts, and when you're out there, that's why it's like, so, so I learned... And, and I'm going to be better equipped. And shit, if I got it, I'm bringing it. You know, it's, you know a clutch, a chain. Uh, and shit, that's what led us to talking about maybe um, expanding our little plan this year and designing some products. When you're out there riding, you realize what products need to be built. So who knows? Maybe there's a couple other things in store for us, Ed. But, uh, we'll, we'll manufacture our own products this year. Yeah, I can bring out a couple. So you have my Powell. And you have been working that within your schedule, and you may need some parts. 
Yeah, I need some parts. What do you need? I it's, need a shifter. You need a shifter. So if anybody's listening, we need a shifter for a Powell. I need a, a drive belt. Drive belt? Okay. We, that should be a little bit easier to find. What else do I need? A seat. A seat? Yeah, we'll make one if we have to. Okay, I need a seat. We, so even if you just have the frame, we'll take the frame. We have a, we have a cover, chain cover. We got a chain we cover. cover. I got the tubes. Got, I got the axles. All right, we need, you, are we using we your Briggs? Um, am I buying that from you, or am I? I'm looking for a Briggs copper. Whatever, whatever. You, yeah, the one I have is painted yellow. Yeah. It smokes a little bit, but yeah. it's a five horse early Briggs. I'm looking for a Briggs five horse too. In fact, who is it? Right, and I sold Flathead. It would be kind of period correct for that Powell, right? Yeah. All right, so we're looking for that, and I've got a couple of these Clinton engines that really were a blessing, I thought, and turned out to be a complete nightmare. The one that I have on there now is a 410, I think it's 410-2772, that's the engine ID. Of all things, this has to be the rare series with aluminum pistons. So I have tried hide and low, and I've used all the referrals that I've been given for diehard Clinton engine guys, but I'm looking for an aluminum piston for that 410 Clinton engine. It's a four-horse head? Yeah, I think it's a, yeah. And I need a flywheel as well because we had, we had that one that we were going to put on one build and, and we broke the flywheel, couldn't find a flywheel, and we didn't have time to find one, so... You know what we're going to end up doing? Like you said, we'll steal the flywheel off that one, and we'll get one of them running. But if you got any Clinton connections, we're looking for a little help. Um, you mentioned behind you, Ed, the 7 horsepower, the, the new find. Okay, let's talk a little bit about that. I saw it online, and I immediately uh, reached out to the owner uh, who had posted it uh, to see if uh, a deal could be made, and I was able to. And it was um, offered as a new engine, and it had, in fact, look at it. You've got the, yeah, I got the, the some warranty papers. The warranty paper. And, and the photos that uh, were posted. Here's the warranty right here. Yeah, it, it was it was very nice photos, very, very, very clear. Guy was a really cool guy, brought it down. And I've had it here, pinching myself, and one of those too good to be true. And I paid a fair price for it. The guy drove it down, um, nice guy, like I said, and I've had it there, and I've been looking at it three, four times a day. <laughs> and as I looked at it, you know, I'd open up the air filter, and the element was coming apart. That's natural. I, I kind of cleaned that off. I'm actually ordering a new one just to have it, but I won't be using any of that if I hot rod it. You know, I looked inside that tank, and it was clean as a whistle. You could tell if an engine's been... Right. But then I started to get... Again, because too good to be true, I, I pull the, the rope, and it looks like a new rope, but it's painted. There's, like, spot. Oh, yeah, they painted it while it was together. I look at the gas hose, as I've shown you. That was painted. They did that. The spark plug. Oh, that's, that's a, yeah. Tecumseh paints their spark plug wires white like their engines. The little area of the tank where the paint ran the paint ran. Yeah, that's a rare one though. You sometimes they they don't get runs, but they do get runs. So the factory. all right, so I'm thinking. All right, let's see the little sticker I told you about. I thought it was a little crooked. 
I start to have second guess. Well, I'm not suggesting the guy pimped me. That's I'm just assembly su- line right there. I'm that's just suggesting that. Okay, is, I'm going to get this sticker right on. This the assembly line don't do that. Slap that sticker on and go to the next one. It's foolish me. So, yeah. so, so I've been beating myself up, saying, "You, you dumb bastard! You thought you found the mother load, and you ended up with a repainted engine." It's like, no. So oh, I said, right. "Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do." I trust myself. I've seen enough of these fucking engines over the years. But when Ed gets here, Ed's going to either spill the beans or he's going to give me thumbs up. Despite the fact that they painted everything, you know, it, it's true. It's, it's the real McCoy. It's the real McCoy. I've got some nice paperwork that was given to me. And I put a poll because when I got it, I said, hey, you know, came across this cool seven and a half horsepower, blah, blah, blah. I got some comments. And I said, you know, I never used that poll option on the Facebook page. I figured we'd try it. Should I hot rod this seven horsepower engine? Well, we got a lot of, you know, on those things you just vote. Some people vote yes, some people vote no. And then there's other people, right? You know those people? Yeah. They want to give you, like, the, their world according to... And it's, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I say shut up and vote. You know, it's a yes or no. But but it was kind of entertaining, some of the comments that we received. But we received, the, the, the poll stops at five days or wherever it is. We got 74 votes. Uh, 48 were yes to hot rod it and 26 no. They said no? Yeah. Every one of the 26 that said no had a comment. <laughs> all, all, the, all the 48 people that said yes pretty much just voted. And... I, I still have mixed feelings. Emmanuel had made a point, just like I think many folks had, which is that, hey, these things really are, they're tough to find. Yeah, a brand and, new one. And what year is that? A 76 or something? 76. All right. So I get that. So Plus I, it's that nice copper color, too. Yes. That's a, See? That's the one I want. That, that's the one I'm looking for in the five-horse version for that Powell, but get in line on that. Mm. Well, anyways, uh, we've got this engine. We, we, we've had a poll. Uh, it turns out that um, I'm still not sure what the hell we're going to do. I'm going to let maybe you guys help me out. So if you wanted to comment about that as well. Uh, I think we're going to get ready for a quick little break and then come back and finish up. Uh, it's oh, the, how about that Dumb and Dumber minibike? We're going to talk about that. Emmanuel sent me a little link of it, but that was like weeks after we, we were at all. My comment was you have to be dumb or and dumber. To buy that, well, that was an Azusa. It looked like a chopped up Azusa. It was stretched Azusa. I still do not believe that that bike legitimately was transacted on eBay. I think that I don't know that it's marked paid, but um, now yesterday someone sent me a link. It was a good friend of mine, Jim Marino, who is uh, not only one of the more successful guys in the automotive aftermarket industry, has a really successful agency out there in the Inland Empire, but Jim is a collector, and a, a and when I mean collector, Ed. He has a stable of muscle cars and drag race cars. In fact, he just bought a new Dodge Demon. I see him spinning tires off of it like every weekend. So he, he, he's, he's living, he works hard, he plays hard. He sent me a link. And this is a guy who also has that big collection of tacos and Hondas that I went to visit. He sent me a link. E, you'd probably find it funny. I have a picture somewhere with John Lennon and his son Sean on a little red Honda Z50. They called it a monkey bike. Right. That is now up for auction. Uh, the estimated selling price on this that's going to be more than fifty grand. Uh, minimum fifty up to a hundred thousand dollars for that, and and that obviously has some cachet. Uh, the Dumb and Dumber 
I, th I think the guy pissed on the seat and everything. I don't know that I'm spending that much money on that, but who knows, you know? Um, you know, Jim Carrey, John Lennon, you know, you kind of... I couldn't believe it when I saw what it sold for. So, um, E, we'll take a quick little uh, time out. Uh, it's not as cold as we thought it was going to be. For those of you who are where it's really cold, we thank you for, for keep, keeping yourself up uh, back in the East Coast. Uh, some shout-outs to some of our guys back east, as well as some of our friends back in Detroit before we take a break. Ed, Calman uh, Carisi. Calman, uh, uh, hopefully you won again at the Detroit Autorama. Where oh, he... yeah, he sent me a picture of, or part of a picture of his bike this morning. Well, you're you're being a little shy. He had your nice decal laid out there. Thank yeah, you, Calman. he had that too, yeah. Yep, so that, that's kind of nice. He, he's, a, he's a great guy. Um, he would like to uh, see if maybe you and I will go back and participate in Eric's uh, mini bike drag racing event. So oh, studs, yeah, yeah. Eric at studs. So we'll we'll talk about that, and you know, I'd, I'd like to get back there and see those guys. Uh, there's a group of guys there, uh, Shane Fuller. Uh, I think our guy Tom's out there too. Tom just a wiki wiki wiki. Is he there or is he back east further? I think he's back east further. Yeah, but we got Kevin Blakeman, my man out there. Um, got Myron. Oh, where's our, where's our, where's our, our, our stubby hat here? Oh, right up there. Oh, there we go. Yep. Crispy Minis. Crispy Minis. Now, I don't know if he's out of the game or not. He's, he's no, another he's one. Be, I've seen him post up. We're going to miss him, Stebbins. if not. But um, all the guys over at Stutz, want to thank you guys for all your support. And i got to reach out to Eric, find out what's happening with him. Brad DeMoisley, uh, Mike Champagne, a few other guys out there. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, and obviously our main man. Myron Bailey. Myron, we'll have you back on the show. We we're just kind of finding our legs as we uh, fired His up the podcast. Beard's getting a little too long. Dude, he's got know. some beard game. He better trim that thing. It's in tribute to you. <laughs> you better trim that thing. It's getting too long. Well, I'll let you give him some uh, beard um, <laughs> etiquette <laughs> lessons. I'm and having a bad beard day today myself. You said that. Let me see. It's freaking cold out. <laughs> I think you look good. Okay. The photos that I posted of you from that. 818 Christmas Parade with your beard. There was a lot going on. In fact, a lot going and look, on. Look at that. Look at that picture. That's a 10 color T-shirt. We we paid extra to make sure that that beard is about as lifelike as could be. So for those of you, good. it does. If those of you who like a Ed's mini bike limited run. Now they're extra, extra, extra large. I think it's two and three size. It's all we have left. We've got hats, but send in your comments. Again, hashtag Joe's mini or JMBR, hashtag small engine cams. We're going to be giving away a camshaft as well as the autographed historical new logo small engine cams banner. We're going to be giving away a shirt and a hat. A shirt and, a hat and we'll give away a helmet if we get around to it too. So we caught up. We caught up on the event, the AV rides, the Christmas parade, Max, the GTS, uh, open house, dub live. We're going to give some shout-outs, and I want to catch up on a few things and read some of these questions when we get back. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's Season 3, Episode 1. We'll be back in a bit. Thanks for listening.
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's season three, episode number one. Ed, I heard your phone bling, 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 bling. Oh. What's, what do you got over there? What's going on? I don't know. Let's see. These are probably your um, your podcast fans. Oh, yeah, it is, huh? Why don't you... Um, why don't you give them a couple shout-outs, and I'll collect some of my little notes I'm working out, and I'll join you. And then we're going to get to the giveaways. Uh, we've seen quite a few questions. For those of you who sent in questions and comments, we want to thank you. For those of you who had not had a chance to or were in a uh, drunken or sleep coma, uh, maybe you want to revise yourself or a friend and send in your question or comments to still have the chance to win. The Small Engine Cam's camshaft and autographed Evil Ed and yours truly signed poster. We're also going to give away a Evil Ed apparel pack, which includes a hat and T-shirt, special Evil Ed edition, and our special 10-color Evil Ed beard. Okay, we paid extra for that. And we will also, if we get enough decent questions or comments, we'll give away a helmet. So uh, thanks and welcome back to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. We are sponsored in part by Pioneer Car Audio, CRC Brake Clean, Go-Karts USA, Small Engine Cams, Motor Media Inc., and Ed's your new company. Make up a name of a company, Ed. Knocker Loose. Knocker Loose. <laughs> Ed, who are some of your fans there that uh, have chimed see, in? We got Corona Irving. Hey, Corona. Carlos Andre. Oh, uh, hold on for a second. Uh -huh. Corona, we have bibs and a youth T-shirt. Going out to you for your kids. I'm sorry, Ed. All right. Yes. Temecula Bob, Bart Barber, Terrence Morgan, Jeff Moore, Chad Logan, Gary Tellrico, hey, Von Franco, Marv. my buddy Von Franco, Darbon, Karen Krause. She's good. She's a, on OMB. Jake Moe, Kyle Calkins, Glenn Bain, another OMBer. Alan Bryan, Joe Minnie, J.D. Ayers, my buddy that moved to Texas, Don Ward, Arif Rahman. You say Arif Raff? <laughs> Arif Rahman. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my buddy Charles Mosley, Minnie Dragby. MDB. In fact, Ed, can you pause there too? Charles, I was remiss. Uh, please, if you have the chance, uh, two things. The date is the 12th of March. We're going to be at the Dub Light of Event. If you'd like to go, just hit me up. Go ahead. Uh, William Gillen. No, the 11th is the move-in. Sunday is the 12th. Check your calendar, please. Sunday is the 11th. Sunday is the 11th? Yes. Are you sure? We're gonna, we're gonna, is it on the flyer? It's on the flyer. Okay, so one more time then. Sunday is the 11th. Sunday the 11th of March from noon to 6, e? uh, so. All right. William Gillen, Frank Frankes, my newfound friend Justin Eckler. Clint oh, yeah, Judd. if I could stop you again, Justin Eckler, you can find him on Instagram, you can find him on Facebook, his first name is spelled Justin, J-U-S-T-I-N, last name E-I-C-H-L-E-R, he's got a 67 round tube with the whole swing arm set up, taco for sale, I think two piece, whatever yeah, it is. hit me up if I wanted to know anyone that wanted to buy it. They're not easy to find, he's got one, yeah. he had a cool rep for sale, he sent me a picture of his garage. Uh, I'd like to get down there and see him. He's down at the, I don't know what they call that, Orange County, somewhere down there, right? But Justin, again, we met him over at Max. Really cool young guy. Uh, works at one of the automotive aftermarket companies that I like, OPG. Get down with OPG. So Justin's got some stuff. Hit him up. Again, you can check him out on Instagram or Facebook, or if you can't find him, reach out to Evil Ed. Uh, I doubt if that taco's still there, but what do you want for that thing? Do you know? 
Uh, no, he didn't tell me a price. Uh, my buddy Cliff Judd, my friend, Hi, Cliff. My uh, friend Susan Curry, Eric Von Fucked. Who? Let <laughs> Eric Von Fucked. Get out of here. No, no, he's a uh, leather stitcher. And, uh, uh, it's not his last name, right? Yeah, that's what his, his Von name Fucked? Is. That's what his last name is. All right. F-U-C-T. No, I get you. I got <laughs> Len Lockmiller, my buddy, lives down in San Diego. Ian Cordova, Linda Serbergandio. That's my wife. Oh, <laughs> is that who that is? <laughs> Hi, Linda. And my friend Gerald L.S. Customs. Oh, Gerald, how are you? I know he's doing great when it comes to building mini bikes, and I know he's, um, you talk about one tough trooper. He's battled with some health-related issues over the years, and um, he remains positive. I had the luxury of having that guy step into this office here, and he brought me the beginning bones of Frankenstein. He's a good guy. He certainly is, and we wish you continue uh, good health, Gerald. Um, Ed, we... Um, We've had some folks that are getting rid of a lot of stuff. Do you remember I called you up and said, hey, who's the guy up in Seattle where he's selling a slew of old taco rollers and parts and pieces? We'd want 7,500. You had to buy the whole. Well, it was 4,500. Oh, was it, I thought it was 75. No, 45. No shit. Well, hell. I think he sold it. At 45, I don't doubt it. I thought it was 75. No, and that's no, why no, I, it was 45. Yeah, so I was thinking, hell, do we go up there? And I'm not as well-versed. So I thought, well, let's reach out to uh, Taco Bill. He'd know. What, if anything, that guy was showing that was worth the drive. I had the sense that you could probably realize that with a handful of those bikes and then the rest of it just be profit. But you would have to have that time, effort. You had to go there. You got to pick it up. You got to bring it back. You got to go sell. You got to deal with assholes like us to buy and sell. It's like it's, it's too much, you know. Drive up there. Yeah, plus I think I was older than him. He's worried about getting rid of his collection because he's getting old. It's like, shit, I'm, I'm as old as him. Uh, what else was out there? There was a guy selling, it looked like a spaceship had blown up and thrown up torque, or not torque converters, but uh, what do you have, just all kinds of clutches. There was one guy who just was selling all kinds of torque converters and clutches. That was that was all he had. Really? In, in boxes and boxes. Um, I missed that one. I've been looking. I have not found, honestly, eBay's a joke. eBay's a joke for for bikes if you look at what what is being offered in the prices so that I'm buying some bonanza stuff lately parts yeah are you talking about the 99 dollar pegs no my buddy's trying to get 300 for a set of pegs but those are in the bag oe right no no no, no. i oh, don't I... think they were in the bag the other one for 99s in the bag yeah okay That's... so then i start to look at my bike like that one behind it. it's like i don't know what happens if we just part of that thing out. Oh, well, that's what people are Probably. doing. Probably get more for parts. It's ridiculous. Because here's the thing. No one's fucking riding anymore. <laughs> all these guys that are talking, all these collectors and all these guys that <clears throat> do the whole, you know, jibber-jabber on well, OMB. I like riding my bikes. Exactly. I don't care if I throw so, the clutch off of it or <laughs> that, whatever, that, you know. What do we remember the most? Do we talk about how cool it was we were just riding around without effort for 10 minutes? No. We talk about how funny it was, and we can't believe we found the parts, and we were stopping the traffic with the lowrider group yeah, to they, find the one guy to get the tools. tools. So, I mean, uh, those are where the stories are. Granted, when you're riding, you wish that you'd have these mishaps, but 
that's part of mini bike. That's, it, it that's part of the deal. And we almost pulled it off. Yeah, what? almost. It didn't have that, that bent clutch. Well we, well, we even tried. They even yeah, thought we had that. We it, had a little. It, when I got it home, I pulled it apart. The spring was missing. Ah, well, there you go. <laughs> it was like, well, put it in there. How'd it fly out? But didn't you feel like we had some life as we were hustling around there? Because not only was the. You couldn't have picked a worse time to explode. It was. Right we, at the starting time. So we, we got there early on purpose. But, man. He said, well, we'll be there by 2, I can get you home by, or 12, get you home by 2. It wasn't until 2 o'clock that we, even, we sat there for yeah, we sat there for a couple hours. And all that time, you're riding around, I'm riding around, we're full starting the bike, we're just chomping at the bit, and as soon as he said, all right, let's go, I'm, I'm ready to go. Then I look and say, well, where's Ed? <laughs> <laughs> and I went back to circle back, and it's like, okay, I, I, I think you had already pull started it. Yeah, it was, it was running, ready to take off, and all of a sudden... <laughs> It would have been so simple just if we had a clutch and just kind of, but you know, that that's how it goes. Hey, yeah, we got that's a special clutch on there, wouldn't it? Yeah, there you go. You're right. So, even so, it wouldn't have been that simple, right? Yeah, well, maybe all the more reasons to bring uh extra parts when you have kind of like those one off bikes, like a little adapter on there, too. Yeah, leave that bike home when we go to AV. <laughs> uh, we have had some questions that have come in for those of you who have um. Help this out. Uh, we're going to ask you to help us out with a little something else. Emmanuel is more aware of this stuff than we are, but we have um, on, on, I believe it's uh, YouTube. If you log in and you check out JMBR Podcast, uh, the abbreviations for Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, the JMBR Podcast on YouTube, if you would go there and subscribe, we have not focused in on that. I think this may have been the first time you've ever heard us even bring it up. Uh, you know, we're out there if you want to find us. That's always been my, with the, with, with the exception of this podcast, uh, there's never like a, a primary request to do anything. Like us or uh, follow us or whatever, however you do it, whenever you do it, or even buy shit from us. We do ask you to come to the event because we think, you know, that's something that we do want to promote. But uh, when Emmanuel talks and he usually doesn't have many things to tell us but this one was something where he wanted to let you guys know that if we can get some help go to the jmbr podcast youtube channel and subscribe we're at 225 people which is 224 more people than i thought would be there we're trying to get to a thousand when we get to a thousand youtube shits nickels and spits out quarters and we get to fund like shampoo for ed's beard and um Oh, I don't know. Extra beers for me. So do that if you'd like. Only if you'd like and only when you'd like. Ed, we've had some questions that have come in. And we have some prize that we're going to give away. We're going to give away the camshaft and the banner as well as the helmet as well as the evil ass. Uh, evil ass. <laughs> that could be a good one. The evil Ed prize pack. Um, Garrett Shander. Garrett Shander. I think Garrett is suggesting that he's a larger size gentleman, and that's just par for the course. I mean, check out any of the photos of any times we're out. we got some pretty big boys. MDB's a big boy. Um, Brian's a big boy. Uh, Frank's a big boy. E's a big boy. You know, there's within our world, Gerald, we just talked about. Gerald's a big boy. A D's a big boy. D's a real big boy. So, damn, D. So give, those, give that pioneers a break, man, will you? 
You keep, you keep eating so much, I'll be able to beat you on Frankenstein. <laughs> but there's a lot of big boys. In fact, that's why I make big boy T-shirts. Um, we, he wants to know if there is a mini bike builder who can design or designs bikes that are suitable for bigger boys. You know, he knows about the Nitro 44 and the Nitro 50 frame. But is there somebody out there? And my answer right out of the box would be, hell yeah. But you just have to have like a custom bike built. And you can you can go many routes. I've yet to find a city. I've yet to find a street where someone doesn't think that they're a custom bike builder, right? Oh, yeah. But I've had a lot of success with Jake Moe, although I don't think he's like hanging a sign out there to build bikes. Um, guy like that, or maybe the Frank Kez brothers, we all know about Temecula Bob. We've mentioned guys like uh, Gerald um, from LC Customs. There are guys like Rafa over at GT Hobbies we talked about. Who else, Ed? I think you just about covered it. All right, so those are some ideas of some folks that we have had the luxury of having bikes built for us and or guys that we know who build bikes. Your ability to take it from here Garrett, um, we'll give you a little bit of help. All you got to do is go to the JMBR Facebook page, and you could probably get in contact with any of them. And if you want to go the ultra high-end route, uh, call Dave Miller down in Anaheim. Uh, he's been on the podcast. If you go back and look at some JMBR podcasts where Dave Miller was on, he gives you his contact information. So go check him out. There's a variety of folks that could help you. And um, especially if you're a big boy. So your options are beyond the Nitro 44 and the 50. Those are nice bikes. Kalman's got one, right? The Nitro 44. Uh, they're out there. Where did we just see one? Um, may have been. I'm, I saw one on Craigslist for sale. Wasn't there one on the 818 uh, Christmas Parade? I don't remember. Okay. So anyways, my point, that, that's a good question. Hopefully we've given you a little bit of insight there. Uh, another question came in from a gentleman whose name came up earlier, Corona Irving. Corona Irving is like Potter Vernell. And the reason why I say that, because Corona Irving could be Irving Corona and Potter Vernell could be Vernell Potter. And if, and if you're like me, where you sometimes just can't figure it out and you're too embarrassed to ask, you will go on forever not knowing that. Now, I'll ask you, do you know if it's Potter Vernell or Vernell Potter? It's Vernell Potter. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. And, oh, you're acting like you know everything over there. You, I've known him longer than you. It, it's Vernell Potter? Yes. Well, so everything that I see on him, like on his social media, I thought for sure it switched around. No. All right. Corona Irving, I don't get as confused with Irving Corona. He has a question. His question is, what was the fastest production mini bike that we may know of? Now, I asked you if it was, um, there was a Bonanza that had the Hadaka, I think it was the 1300, 1300S that had a Hadaka engine, and that was supposed to be 0 to 60 in 5 seconds, like a freaking Corvette or something like that. Was that true? Because those, those were some pretty sick bikes in terms of speed. When you were a kid and you got on one of those bikes. I never had a, a real fast one when I was a kid. But there were some of the two-strokes mini bikes when they first came out were fast. Well, see, and that was the other thing, too. You know, once you get that 10-inch wheel 
or once you get to a two-stroke engine, are those really mini bikes? You know, well, like we've got the, the in- like my first fifty Bonanza. It was a two-stroke. Yeah, but that's in a rigid frame. That, that you know, the the frame automatically. I think you know, I don't mind it if it's within a six-inch wheel, uh, rigid frame context. You know, if if it's a mm-hmm. two-stroke in there. But once it starts to be full suspension, ten-inch wheel, two-stroke shifters. You know, they really become more mini motos. Yeah, than well, the Bonanza Hodaka bike had a shifter, so. Yes. Many of them did, though. Those were um, speedway bikes. Uh, so I, I would say, I'm, I'm putting my neck out here probably, but. Probably but what about what just you knew from being around? I mean, out of the box, you know, everybody knew the faster bikes, you know? I, and I never really heard of the bananas. Well, are being... we talking the very first ones, or are we talking back in the '60s? It anywhere wasn't specific. Corona Irving was probably born in 1990s, so to him, you know, like it's I'd all say ro- some of the big block bonanzas were fast, like yeah. at age 50. They but were he... pretty fast. Yeah, well, there's a slew that were fast. Bonanza People... that had a age 50 with a two-speed. A uh, little manual shifter. I remember the the talk was that the Arctic Cats were really fast when they came out, and you know they had the the whole the leopard seat, and you know they were kind of cool. They were a little bit cooler than the Honda Trail Seventies, in my view. There was just something about those Arctic Cats, and they I appeared. I never did like those bikes, but they looked fast. And you know they're all over the place. Their frames and everything, they were they weren't, they weren't fast. So th- those those weren't. But they had the Benelli Volcano was fast. Two stroke. Yes, that that was again more the mini moto because that had the those big ten inch wheels and the two stroke. But those bikes were more more than motorcycles. I would say it was probably a Bonanza model. To answer your question, Corona, you can go to um, you can go to oldminibikes.com, I'm sure, and Google it and find like a litany of, of responses there. Well, everyone that has a Rupp is going to say the Rupps were the fastest, and everyone that likes. Tacos are going to say the yeah. taco was the fastest. The Rups, like the Arctic Cats, had notoriety that they never lived up to, though. They were never really that that fast, those bikes. They were just cool. Um, and there were certain things about those bikes. Uh, that Benelli, the volcano that everybody talks about, that was the one with the shifter on the right side. So that would that's why they always crashed. People were trying to figure out where to shift or where to brake or where to stop. But uh, that's the best that we got. I think that Bonanza 1300S uh, Corona... Uh, did zero to fifty in less than six seconds. That's that's pretty quick. I don't I don't know that there were other bikes out there. We'll get some feedback on that. You sh- you certainly will, um, whether you <clears throat> want it or not. Um, another question that came up comes from our good friend Jake Mo. Uh, speaking of Jake, you know you and I went up there what, a couple Saturdays ago. Yeah. Um, Jake. Finished up my Temecula Bob. Hello, Bob. Hopefully you're doing well. And finishing up my other macro bike. <laughs> uh, I was able to pick up. I did my best to put together what I could on that bike. And I left the brake alone. Because I wanted Jake to create like that disc brake kit. For, and I wanted to keep that Astro wheel. So he put that together. Did the spacers. Did the brake. Uh... Boy, you squeeze that brake 
It's like you really feel confident, and you really kind of need that because that that was that mildly built Predator. Uh-huh. You know, maybe uh-huh. it maybe it's like eight horsepower, nine horsepower. I don't know what that thing is, but he put that back together. Uh, he put some grips on it. He uh, he tuned that carburetor. I think he had to drill out one of the jets, and he, he did whatever needed to get done. And as I picked that bike up, as you know, we dropped off that Temecula Bob macro bike. That bike, you know, once Jake touches something, it comes back so much different than if I had my way. I get everything I had to him at one point. It's kind of like you building an engine, right? So I, I gave him back the macro bike that, again, I kind of did my best with it, but I was too tight on the clutch brake. The seat was still too big. Um, I, I had that quick little pipe set up. I wanted to have a nice F&B pipe. Right. Uh, maybe go with a thicker chain. You know, just, just do little things that, that I could half-ass or he could do really well. Right. So he's got that. Uh, thank you, Jake, for uh, letting me get in that stable and in that assembly line. Uh, he has a question that has to do with the choppers. I've been fortunate enough to find over the last... 15 years or so, two Bonanza, I want to say they're 68s. I don't know. 68s, I don't think they're 69s. I think they're 68 CR400s. They're, they're both original paint bikes. And I found my first one off of Craigslist. My brother-in-law, Marv, had come to town, and it was right around the time of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion 2, second one. Uh, Remember the recycler was like the only game in town? Right. <laughs> that printed weekly. <laughs> Me too. But there was no pictures. No and, pictures. But then it got big time and you could pay extra and get a shitty picture. <laughs> but the interweb, when it first started off, it was like Craigslist was kind of like a, the modern day version of the recycler. Yeah, wasn't it? So I had keywords and one of them was Bonanza. Probably just like you, sorry, right. yeah, every day, ding, 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 One day, I get an ad, and it was kind of like, it was almost, not an illiterate ad, but it was a choppy post. Bonanza was clear, not too much else, it said chopper, and it had O-R-I-G. Original. Who the fuck knows, that's all I needed to hear. It had some, it had some 818 number called up. Called up, no answering machine, no nothing. I checking the number. I think I called on that. Did you? Yeah. Well, I got down. I think there. it was those guys. There's two guys. The guys that I had dealings with. I think you brought this up before. Now that you mentioned that, I, there were two older guys. Uh, there was Burbank, and I picked my brother-in-law up. We went to uh, Studio City to pick up some painting I bought. And on the way back, it's like, dude, I want to stop over here. I got this guy's address. I finally got him on the phone. He gave me an address. He was kind of abrupt. And I, I, I'm going up and down. My car didn't have navigation. I'm fucking thinking about getting out, trying to call him. But I know, he ain't, I know he's going to get pissed off at me or he ain't going to answer the phone. I stumble across. I find it. I go there. Everything's open up in the house. Um, there's the bike. Uh, it's out there in the garage. Uh, I, I'm knocking on the door. I'm going around ringing doorbells, shaking shit, anything to get somebody's attention. And finally, a guy walks over from the other house towards the driveway. It's him. He's over his neighbor's house while I was there. And I see the bike. And it was that bike. And it was all original. It had that Kickstarter on it. It had um, um, 
the original paint, it had, I don't know if it ran, the rear wheel was kind of stuck. And I said, I like the bike. He was asking 550. I said, will you take 450? He walked away. What's the matter? No way. He said, there's no way. I'm not budgeting on the price. He says, the Kickstarter alone's worth that. I said, how about five? He said, no. I said, great. Here's 550. And I put that bike away. I've got a picture of it in the back of my truck. Um, fast forward two years later, I'm talking to James up in Newhall, looking for a Honda CT70. Mm-hmm. I get lost in his storage containers and his houses and all this shit. I think I sold James a couple choppers. Well, he had that blue one over there with the Hadaka in it, if you did. No, I didn't sell him that That's one. gone. That went to your buddy who's selling those pegs. Oh, went to... Uh, yeah, uh, nice guy. Andre. Yeah. This one... Uh, I get from James. You rebuilt the engine. It's got the 400 engine in there. I I had had the uh, Kickstarter, got that, and they're all original paint bikes. I redid the seat on this one. The uh, the original one that I bought from the two. The story on that bike too that I bought at Burbank is was two brothers. The older brother got the uh, the Hadaka model, and the younger brother got the CR 400. And his brother still had the other bike. So hmm. that would be the coups to find that one. Uh, those are three good questions. Thanks for sending them in. Um, the winner uh, would be Corona Irving, I would think, Ed. Uh, about the fastest production mini bike. That stimulates yeah, that a, a lot one. of questions. You know, so correct. congratulations to Corona Irving. You've won the small engines camshaft. Compliments of small engine cams as well as the small engine cams autographed poster. Uh, for the man cave. And we'll, uh, we'll also be sending you out those T-shirts for your kids. So thanks for sending in your question. Our uh, second place winner will be, um, I think our second place winner will go to our large frame guy. Because we've got large T-shirts and extra large. So we're going we're gonna to award uh, Garrett Chandler. Garrett, you've won the Evil Ed Apparel Pack, which is the custom hat and T-shirt. And we'll have Evil Ed autograph the hat for you. Congratulations to you. Just send us, uh, uh, I guess, a, a message with your address. We'll get that out to you. Corona, we've got your address. And for the helmet, although you may not need it, Jake, and just tell me what size you need, we're going to send the helmet out to Jake Moe for his question about the Bonanza choppers. Jake, um, maybe uh, Logan can use it, or maybe one of the guys up there that you know up in the AV who's riding without a helmet could use it. Uh, congratulations to you as well. Also, compliments of Honda of Glendale, these, one of these fine helmets. And, Jake, if you need one for yourself, let me know. We'll add a second one in there, too, for all that you do for us. Ed, uh, I want to thank you for coming in. It wasn't, it wasn't as bad as we thought weather-wise. No, huh? I thought I'd be freezing in here. All right, as we wind down, I've got to give a couple shout-outs myself. Uh, once again, I remind everybody we're going to be down at the uh, L.A. Convention Center. March 11th. March 11th from noon to 6 for the dub night event check us out if you'd like um i want to give a shout out actually i've got a few of them a good friend of mine pat ziggarelli ziggy um ziggy is uh on the mend and uh hopefully on a, a better path i want to give a shout out to clarence barnes clarence i know you've been out busy doing all your movie star stuff oh what is it hi ed what are we doing here I didn't so technically I, I didn't i know it I didn't hit that. No, I know. It comes on magically, Ed. Cliff Judd. Uh, Cliff, I shared some of your stories with Ed. <laughs> He's going to answer some of them offline. 
Um, I hope your wife's feeling better as well. Uh, Colin Smith, big shout-out to you. Um, Dane Walton, uh, Big Bree and Little Bree, my buddy Ram from UPS, uh, Team Campbell, hopefully all you guys are doing well. Uh, Irving Payen and his girlfriend, uh, my buddy Larry and Bridget Gerdo, uh, Gene Moffa Parker, uh, Big Jerome, uh, Jimmy Jackson, uh, George and Bonnie Alden, Dan Rolden, uh, my buddy Mike Spataro. Hopefully I'll see you around the 17th of March. Eric Biggs, James Copshina, our friends over at GTS, Fort Timberlake. My main man, Brian Paik, uh, Dave Wisner, Rich Bassett. We mentioned my buddy James Griffith, who hooked me up with that cool five-horsepower Briggs. James, good to meet you, brother. Dwayne Richmond. Uh, Jimmy Jackson, we mentioned you, Curtis, uh, MDB, Dan Rolden, uh, Gerald, uh, happy birthday, Dave Luce, Temecula Bob, we said hi to you, and I want to congratulate my buddy Morris Lifschultz, that's right, Lifschultz, congratulations on your newborn. This is Joe's from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, thanking everybody for tuning in tonight. Tell a friend about the podcast if you can, check out JMBR on YouTube, and if you can't subscribe, we're trying to build that up. I got instructions from Emmanuel. One more time, Emmanuel, on the upcoming Scleroderma Walk. March 24, uh, go to sclerowalk.org. March 21st, sclerowalk.org. Evil Ed, always a blast. Linda, yeah, thanks for making fun. a great pizza. Yeah, thanks, Linda. Yeah, she did a good job. She always yeah. does a good job. I'll be in there giving her a hug in a little while. Emmanuel, thank you. Uh, nice that uh, things are working out a little bit on your home front. Uh, cheers. To you, hopefully continued success with you and Christine. Uh, for more about Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, check us out on Facebook. Check out our website. We'll be updating it shortly. Once again, limited Evil Ed apparel available just for the asking. Discounted pricing. Ah, in fact, we'll charge a premium for your stuff, Ed. <laughs> this is Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. Once again, we thank you for uh, joining us. We'll be back, I don't know, probably the third week of March after the Dub Night event. Hope you had a good time. We sure did. We'll see you next time. Bye. Mini bike show.